Welcome to the Love of Dirt podcast. I'm Nikki and I'm your host and today I'm going to be talking about choosing the right composting worm farm setup. Hey guys, welcome to another week. Um, Last week we talked about composting. This week I'm going to be talking more specifically about composting worm farm setups. So whenever people kind of ask me, oh, where should I start with composting? Oh, where say worm farms. Worm farms is where it's at. That's going to get you um, the most bang for your buck in terms of um, cost effectiveness, space efficiency, and most importantly, the most hands-off way to process waste. Uh, The added benefit is that this is our secret weapon. This is what's growing amazing vegetables. Um, It's just... I don't know. It's just the best. The best kind of compost you can add to your garden is vermicompost. So we've had various setups over the past. So I thought I would share with you what we've used, what we currently use, and what what other options are out there, either commercially or if you want to DIY it yourself. So I want to start off by saying that composting worms are completely different to your average garden worms. So Garden worms like the soil and the grit, um, whereas composting worms, are they feed off breaking down um, organic matter. So they're the kind of, they're the, the main sort of difference. Um, so you can't just start a worm farm by collecting worms from your garden. You need to get specific composting worms. And there are a bunch of different varieties available in Australia. We find in um, Queensland, the the blues are really good for our climate. They seem to, to handle um, the the hot, humid weather a bit better than the, the red wigglers. So that's just a little, little tip on um, worm type varieties. So in terms of the types of worm farms available, there are loads of different options commercially, or you can DIY it really, really simply. So there are loads of different types of worm farms that are available commercial, commercially, but there are also a lot of ways that you can DIY a simple and effective worm farm setup. So I just wanted to talk about the different types you may come across. So there's stacking ones, there's basic totes and containers, there are a large bathtub um, container options, and there's also ones called continuous flow-through systems or CFTs is what they're referred to. So we'll just go through each of the ones and I'll tell you our experiences and why we love or don't love um, those systems. So the the most popular one that you'll probably come along is that stacking worm farm. So it's, I think they're called worm cafes. Um, I'm not sure what the Aldi version is. There's can of worms, um, but basically they're trays that stack on each other. And the idea is, you fill up one with bedding and then you add a tray and you put all the food and the worms sort of get through the bottom tray and move up. And then then once they've finished that section, you put another tray on and so on and so forth. Um, so this was our first entrance into the world of um, composting worms and composting in general. This is the first thing that I ever got. Um, so we had our can of worms for near on 15 years and we had lots of fails <laughs> as we until we found our feet around proper worm care um it's been the place of mass worm genocide we've had a trapped rat in there that actually ate through the plastic and got it its way out 
Um, none of those things would have been an issue had I just ignored the instructions that come with it and learned about proper worm care in the first place. Um, but what I have found with the worm farms, they actually don't work as they say. So I guess the idea is those worms are supposed to move up and then move up into the next section. And then that tray below, you can just pull it out. There's no worms in it. They've all moved up. The reality is they're still there. They're still down there because what I found is those trays aren't sort of deep enough for worms to escape in that fluctuation of temperature. And so they always sort of retreat down to that bottom layer, particularly if you're in a, in a um, high contrast climate environment, so either really hot or really cold. The other thing I don't like about them is the castings are really wet and gross and a soppy mess. And why that is, is because all of the, those food scraps you're putting, they're leaking their juice down through all of the, the bedding material and down into your castings. Um, and that's the bad stuff. You don't actually want that leachate. Um, it's, it's not good for your garden and it's not the best candidate for applying directly to the garden. So having said that, it's probably an easy, easy way to enter the land of composting worms. Um, so a good way to start, definitely look on um, Marketplace and Gumtree for a system if you want to go that way. Um, they look neat and tidy. You can keep them. Like I, I know some people even keep them in garages to keep them at an even temperature. So you're not having that, oh, we left it in the sun and they're all dead um, situations. The next setup is a basic worm tote. Um, so... Once I learned that the fact that juice extracted from a worm farm is not ideal, like you don't, basically if you've got liquid coming out of, um, out of a worm farm, it means that the conditions are bad. It means there's too much moisture in there. Like worms do love moisture, but they don't like to drown. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like the consistency of a, like the compost, it's like a, a wrung out sponge. You don't want it to be dry. You don't want it to be sopping wet. So essentially a worm tote is just a bucket. <laughs> and I found, because I, I did this as an experiment for my Dirt Lovers membership, I found I loved this system and it was literally our bucket from our bulk washing powder. And I, I put some airflow in it and the worms were far more efficient. They were happier. And the castings that was coming out of them was amazing. The downside of it was um, to get to harvest it out, you had to really disturb the worms, like upend the tub and migrate them out. Um, we do it by a cone method where you shape the castings into a cone and then they, they sort of travel down and you scrape the top off and keep going like that. That's probably the easiest way, but it takes a long time to do it um, unless you're sitting there picking out individual worms. But it's a really good way to get into worm farming. Um, it's space saving. Um, so I had just as many worms in that system as I did my full can of worms and it could have easily fit under my kitchen sink. It's it's a really, really simple way to have a worm farm. Um, yeah, if you're eked out by that, it's fine. It's no different from having a compost caddy sitting on your um, kitchen bench. I think it actually will be better. There's not as many of those bugs and things like that flying around. 
The one that we use currently um, is our bath tub. So I call it the worm tub. So we had an unfortunate incident in our house where um, our water mains burst under our slab. So we had to rip out our bathtub <laughs> to get to this leak, which they didn't end up getting to anyway. So now I have this awesome worm farm in a bathtub. Um, I still have a big hole in my bathroom, <laughs> but um, that's another story. But this um, tub, what we've done is we've put a cover on it. Um, we've made it, we've put some rodent proof meshing on, mesh on it. We've put some legs on it. So it's a perfect height and the worms are thriving. Um, and we're harvesting all of our um, castings out of it now. I use a migration method where I put all the food in one side and move all the castings up to another side. So food and bedding, and they're all sort of moving up. And I've just been taking out um, what I need for now. And hopefully by the end of um, before our autumn plantings, um, it'll be all in the garden and being used. So I find that it's not a soppy mess that that, can of worms um the density of bedding is perfect for that worm retreat that i spoke about earlier so they don't suffer from those temperature variations um and they're thriving without a lot of input from me so that's that's what i want it to be like i you know i forget i haven't fed them but because i've got that such big area there's lots of bedding in there that they can munch on if i've forgotten to feed them the other option which is quite popular in the commercial space at the moment is a worm bin or um, so there's like a couple of different variations. I'm not affiliated with any of these, by the way. Um, I think there's worms down under. They have like a wheelie bin system um, and there's hungry worms, which is kind of like a it's more like a, a, a I want to say a cone sort of shape. So essentially what it is um is you have a tall sort of system. It's got that density like the bathtub and you feed from the top and as the sort of um, castings are ready, the worms move up and the castings kind of just drop out down the bottom. So it is, uh, you need a lot of sort of um, bedding to start with and uh, basically you don't have to worry about sieving through worms or doing migrations or anything like that. The castings just drop out down the bottom. So you can do it easily yourself with a wheelie bin, just cut out the bottom and put like a, I think people stick um, PVC pipes to sort of hold those castings up and they just sort of scrape what they need when they need it. And because composting worms, they're sort of surface dwellers. They only will go down to retreat from temperatures. Um, it's perfect way to harvest and um, because it's a lot higher than those stacking systems, you not the leachate isn't falling right down to that area. So it's a lot when by the time you get the castings, they're well and truly ready and processed. There's no leftover food in there whatsoever. So those are the kind of wrap up of different worm farms. If you've had any other experience with um other worm systems I would love to know um, but they're the main ones that I know of um, if you're not having luck with keeping your worms happy um, and also if you're one of those people who <laughs> douse it with a 
bucket of water, you need to stop doing that right now. And you need to go over to my website and get my ebook on proper worm care. Um, and it will change, change your, your whole process of looking after worms. And I've got lots of, um, more information on, uh, housing options, plus the DIY plans and things like that for different setups that I've got, how to feed them, how to care for them. Um, and also troubleshooting all of those issues that comes with, um, owning worms. So go check it out. If you are having problems with worms, um, if you've got any questions, please hit me up on the socials, uh, love of dirt on Instagram. Um, I think I'm for the love of dirt on, on, on Facebook. Um, but definitely go sign up to my list and you can also hit reply to my emails on, on those emails as well. Until next week, I hope you found that helpful. I hope you have found the perfect composting worm setup. And if you don't have one and you're growing food, go get one because the compost that comes out of that is the absolute bee's knees and that's what you need for growing great food. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Love of Dirt podcast. If you love this episode, please leave a review to subscribe check out other episodes or grab some of my free food growing resources head on over to loveofdirt.com.au forward slash podcast